Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast where we talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There's no offseason, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just a line drive from Sunken Diamond, the baseball home of the Stanford Cardinal. It is Sunday, September 30th, 2018. It is the final day of the season, and we could have... What, whatever's going to happen, it's going to be an exciting day because all the games are happening at the same time. I, My heart sunk at one point yesterday. I, I was thrilled when I saw the Cardinals win uh, yesterday and they stayed alive when they beat the Cubs. But then when the Giants just, I mean, they scored, they knocked Clayton Kershaw out of the game. They kept getting some hits and they kept, just playing with fire until eventually the Dodgers just absolutely, the last couple innings just crushed them with two outs. And I saw that the Dodgers won and that eliminated the Cardinals. And that meant that we knew the National League playoff teams were the Braves, the Cubs, the Brewers, the Rockies, and the Dodgers. And my heart sank a little bit because I thought to myself, with all this talk of how crazy the National League was going to be in the postseason, in the end, we went into the final day of the season knowing who's in it. I thought, what a disappointment. And then it happened. The opportunity for an ending of the season that I didn't even consider as a possibility that it could be so bizarre if just four things happen tomorrow. We could have the single most surreal ending of the season because you would still not know what happened. Now, I've made it clear that I have a soft spot in my heart for this particular Colorado Rockies team. I think they're fun. I'd like to see them win. I like the fact that there's never been a Rockies team to win the division. That has never happened. And I like seeing things happen for the first time. I also really like this Brewers team. I like Yelich. I like they'd be, you know, the Brewers don't get in it often. And so I like, I just find this Brewers team to be infectious. And the idea of listening to Bob Euchre calling a World Series is, is, is pleasant to my ears. So keep that in mind, what I'm going to say. I want the Dodgers and the Rockies to mirror each other. I want the Brewers and the Cubs to mirror each other, which means if the Cubs win, I want the Brewers to win. If the Cubs lose, I'm rooting against the Brewers. If the Rockies win, I want the Dodgers to win, and vice versa. And all the games are going on at the same time, so we're looking at what could potentially be an absolute weird showdown. Because what would happen if just those things, if they just, in one day, they all did the same thing. The Rockies and Dodgers do the same thing. The Brewers and Cubs do the same thing. If those events happen, then we still don't know who the National League Central champion is. We still don't know who the National League West champion is. We still don't know who Atlanta's playing. In fact, if Atlanta loses, we won't know if they're even going to have home field advantage. 
to get to the end of the season and know that little is amazing. But you know what? We've had situations back in 2013. The Rangers and Tampa wound up with the same record. And they had to play a one-game playoff in Texas before playing another one-game wildcard playoff in Cleveland. And Tampa won both of those games on the road for playing Boston. So we've seen instances of tiebreakers before tiebreaker. That happened that year. But we've never seen a sort of a round-robin NCAA March Madness, I guess not a round-robin, like a, a, but a bizarre sort of tournament at the end of the regular season. Because if those things happen, the Dodgers will play the Rockies. And the loser moves on. Because the winner of that game wins the division. And the loser goes to the wild card game. And the same thing would happen with the Cubs and the Brewers. And so you would have a one-game playoff for those four teams. The losers play each other. And the winner of that moves on to play the winner of the Cubs-Brewers game. And who knows what you've burnt off in terms of pitchers or anything like that. But you, it would be so bizarre. That scenario had not occurred to your pal Sully. Now, this is going to be a two-part podcast. Because you all know what happened. And I'm actually, I'm envious of you. But then again, when I'm listening to this, I'll be envious of me now. It's symbiotic envy. Because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if the day will end and there will be divisions crowned or if there won't be divisions crowned. If one will be crowned, the other won't. If they both won't be or if they both will be. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And you do. You already know. Because you're in the future. And I'm going to record the second part of this after... It's all done tomorrow afternoon. But it's what I want. It's a form of chaos that hadn't occurred to me. That you could end a season without knowing. And the fact that we're going into a day where that's even a remote possibility. And with all the games happening at the same time. This is why the starting all the games at the same time for the final day of the season is great. It's great. You'll be checking the scoreboard left and right. It also will not allow a team to say, well, you know, we've already clinched because that team lost, so I don't have to play this pitcher. No, everyone starts. Boom. And you're going to be looking, believe me, the, the last game you should be watching is Red Sox-Yankees. That, that's not even a – this isn't even about the Stephen Wright thing. It's just the fact that that's a meaningless game. A couple of Yankee people were trying to trash talk me and said, it's spring training. And no one's playing their best team at this point between Red Sox and Yankees. They're just, they're just gearing up. No American League game tomorrow is going to mean piddly-poo. Everyone's set up at the same place. The Yankees have won their 100 games. There's no chance for the A's to win 100 games. The Indians have won their 90 wins. And the Astros have surpassed their win total of last year when everything went perfectly. There's nothing on the line in the American League. 
And in four games, there's everything in the National League. And I don't know what's going to happen, and you already know. So what I'm going to do right now, because it's late, it's past midnight, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to have some, uh, I'm going to have a bowl of grape nuts tomorrow morning. And I am going to enjoy a complete day of potential anarchy. So let's pick this up. We're gonna, you already know what happened. I don't. Well, should I make predictions? Yeah, you know what? Let's be stupid and make predictions. A prediction for one game, which is an act of futility. But uh, let's go. Let's go over it for a second. Let's. Uh, I know Scherzer is going to pitch against Colorado. In, I think a great move to basically say, "Hey, uh, you know this game counts." And it's also his bid to win the Cy Young. And by the way, the Atlanta game means something too. Because they lost yesterday to the Phillies. The Phillies forgot they were allowed to win a game. Nola pitched well. But the Braves could start the postseason on the road if they lose or at home if they win. And, you know, do they, where do they want to start? Do, do you want home field advantage or not? So uh, let's go take a look. Uh, I think the Braves are going to beat the Phillies because the Phillies are terrible. Okay, Hill is pitching for the Dodgers. Suarez is pitching for the Giants. I think the Giants are going to win. I think they're going to dig deep, and they're going to win. Okay, Um, next important game, Tigers and the Brewers. I think the Brewers are going to win. I do think the Brewers are going to win. I think the, the Brewers are too good. Um... Then you have the Nationals versus the Rockies. Now, right now, they do not list Scherzer as the starting pitcher for the Rock, for the uh, Nationals. I think they have to start him. But if they don't, I don't know. Rockies have been on such a roll. I think the Rockies are going to win. Uh, Cubs, Cardinals. I think the Cubs are going to win. So if you listen to me, I think they're going to play a one-game playoff between the Cubs and the Brewers. But I think the Rockies are going to win. And I think the Giants are going to beat the Dodgers, and that will crown. So I am predicting that the Rockies will win the division outright. And the Dodgers will lose. And the Dodgers will have to wait for the result of a Brewers Cubs playoff. That's my prediction. And of course, it's predicting one game is an absolute act of stupidity. But here we are. Stupid is in vogue. All right. Uh, so I'll pick this up. You already know what happens. You've heard my predictions. And uh, hey, let's play ball. All right. I'm doing a quick update here. Right now, the Dodgers are absolutely clobbering the Giants. It's the third inning, and it's already 6-0. The Dodgers look locked in. Matt Kemp uh, just got a base hit off of Hunter Strickland. And so the the Giants are, are not putting up much of a fight. Now, for my love of anarchy, however, it looks like that the uh, Rockies got on board with a home run by Nolan Arenado. So they're currently beating Washington 2-0 while the Dodgers are clobbering the Giants. So uh, both of those games are in the third inning. 
And so there's still hope for anarchy in the National League West. Now, as it stands right now, as I'm recording this, the Cardinals are up 2-0 on the Cubbies, and the Brewers are winning their game. So the Cubs are not holding up their end of the bargain to have total chaos for tomorrow. But then again, total chaos demands that they mirror each other. So if the Brewers could blow their lead and the Cubs lose, or vice versa, we could still have the anarchy for which your pal Sully craves. Um, The Red Sox are beating the Yankees in a game that is as meaningless as the World Baseball Classic. Okay, uh, I'll be back to check in a little bit later. So let me tell you what I'm going to do. There's all these games going on right now, and I've decided to go to my gym because I'm going to watch the games and flip back and forth between the games on my device. Right now, uh, the Cardinals are still up 2-0. Uh, the Rockies are up four nothing, and so and the Giants are getting clobbered. It's nine nothing right now. That's just as my mom would say, it's a lot to not enough. And the Brewers, let's just check on that. Where are they? They're still winning two nothing in the fourth inning. So if all these scores hold up, we will indeed have a game to determine the NL West tomorrow. But the Brewers would be the National League Central champions. Hey, just like I predicted at the beginning of the year. So that would put the Cubs in the wild card game having to where they would uh, host the, the loser. I'm so used to saying the winner, the loser of the uh, L.A. Colorado game as it is. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest Cubs fan in the world, but I am now rooting hard for the Cubs to win this game because I do want to see the uh, two play in games tomorrow. That's what I want to see. But if, there, if we have to have one which we, we don't have, it really wouldn't bother me at all to see the Brewers celebrate as National League Central champions. But anyway, I'm going to go to the gym. And when I come back, uh, I'll be uh, a little thinner and we'll be closer to the end of this. All right, I did a uh, good solid hour on this machine that, that simulates being on a ski slope, like a ski slalom thing. Um, it was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. It worked me out. Uh, so what's going on in, the, in uh, and I was able to do exercise and uh, flip back and forth to the radio feeds. Got to listen to Bob Uecker. Got to listen to a bunch of stuff. Um, and, you know, there's not, a, actually, it's funny. There's not a lot of drama going on right now because the uh, Dodgers are, are, it's 14 nothing against the Giants. It's just a, it's a calamity. And the, uh, the, Brewers are winning 4 nothing, and they're rallying. The Rockies are winning 9 nothing, And the only potential drama is it's 8-4 Cubs. The Cardinals have a runner on base in the top of the sixth. Uh, but you know what? you got to give credit. At this point, give credit to the Rockies, give credit to the Dodgers, give credit to Milwaukee, and give credit to the Cubs that all of those teams came out and are playing hard. And winning, you know, pitching well, hitting well, getting big hits. And they, this was a game that they had to win. And they, each one of them was doing it. And while these games, you know, there's a potential for drama in this Chicago game if the Cardinals go on a big rally. But that they're, all these teams are answering the bell. It's setting up what could be the bizarre day for tomorrow. So anyway, I'm going to go back to the house 
uh, see what's happening and uh, wrap this up. The, the drama of today is not as exciting as I thought it would be, but it's setting up what could be an amazing day tomorrow. There's an interesting thing that happens when you forfeit a game. And that is officially, when you forfeit a game, it goes down in the record as a 9-0 loss. I don't know why that's the case. They say it's the equivalent of you don't score any runs and the other team scores one run an inning. 9-0 is how it's officially uh, put in if you if you do a forfeit. And I'm looking at the games that count to have this anarchy for tomorrow. Right now, uh, as I'm recording this, it's the bottom of the seventh inning, and the Brewers are winning 10 to nothing. The uh, Giants and the Dodgers game just ended, like, like two minutes ago. And the final score of that was 15 to nothing. And the Rockies are currently beating uh, the Nationals 10 nothing. So... Basically, you have three of the games of the teams they had to do something. Not only did the teams show up and score double-digit runs, not only did they shut out the other team, but it would have been better statistically for the Giants, for the Nationals, and for Detroit to not show up. They would give up fewer runs. If they said, do you know what? We forfeit these games. Goes down as 9 nothing. Do you know what? We're going to show up and play. 15 nothing, 10 nothing, 10 nothing. I mean, give these teams some credit. When you score double-digit runs and you shut out the other team in a game that you have to win, then that's really... Then you've done your job. That is a team that has showed up to play. There's no coulda, woulda, shouldas on this. You know, each, you know, look, the fact of the matter is, at this point, we still don't know who the division champions are, and we still don't know who the wildcard team is. But one of these teams, the Milwaukee Brewers, Chicago Cubs, Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles Dodgers, one of those four teams will lose the wildcard game. And will be kicking themselves left and right with just one more win. And we would have avoided all this bullocks. Just one game in May would have been the difference. But give these teams credit. None of those four teams choked. Now the other, you know, the the it's now 11-0 Rockies. Holy Toledo. The right now the cut and the Cubs scored double digits too. All four of the teams scored double digits. And the only difference is is the Cardinals scored two in the first and two in the sixth. But as I'm recording this, it's turned into an old-fashioned ass-whipping in Chicago. I mean, I am going to do a wrap-up here, but, man, there's not a lot of suspense. There's not a lot of suspense. We're going to have chaos tomorrow. By the way, there's a totally meaningless game going on right now between San Diego and Arizona. And the Padres tied it in the bottom of the ninth on a hit by... Eric Hosmer, and now they're going to the 10th inning. And this was on the same day where there's, I think there was another extra inning game. Yeah, the Pirates won in 10 innings in a meaningless game against the Reds. But the Pirates won 82 games, which means they had a winning season after all those years where they couldn't get a winning season there. They played above 500 this year. Uh, Tampa also won 90 games, which is cool. 
Uh, Charlie Blackman hit for the cycle. So I'll update that on MLBreports.com. But this game going on between Arizona and San Diego, uh, meaningless game. Absolutely meaningless game. And with that being said, I wanted to go 18 innings just because. And that's that. We're going to have the anarchy I wanted. I was hoping for a couple of walk-off smashes or a bounce here or a bounce there, but you have four teams right now who came up big and were ready to play. Now, there is a... I was listening to the Cardinals broadcast of the Cubs versus the Cardinals game, and they were talking about what do you do tomorrow when you have... you. You know, it's an unusual one-game playoff game tomorrow because it's not do or die. You know, whoever loses has another day. But you do want to win so you can move on to the division series. So what do you do? Do you throw your best pitcher tomorrow? Knowing that if you lose... You won't have your best pitcher in the do-or-die game. Or do you throw your second-best pitcher? Or do you throw a bullpen game? Because the thing about what happened with Los Angeles and what happened with Colorado and what happened with Milwaukee is they didn't have to burn through their major relievers. They, they clobbered the other team. So they can set it up if they want to play it that way. Of which, if they do get a win, they can play Marquez, or they can play Bueller, or they can play whomever they want to throw Shashin in game one of the division series or in the wild card game. You know, this is this is where managers get paid the big bucks. Is when I first heard my initial instinct was, got to throw your best pitcher. Got to throw. Got to go to win. But wait a minute. What if you... I mean, if you win... Great. If you throw your second best pitcher available and you lose, you have your best pitcher available on the do or die game. If you throw your second best pitcher best pitcher tomorrow and you win, you have your best pitcher with more rest in game one of the division series, which would be, I believe, on Thursday. Very interesting. We you know, I I give the Cubs credit. Because they were the shakiest of the teams, but they wound up winning, you know, handily. You know, when a ten to five final was the shakiest one, then that's uh, that shows you how dominant it was. You know, you had Charlie Blackman showed up, Rich Hill showed up, Nolan Arenado showed up. You know, Jesus Aguilar showed up, Anthony Rizzo showed up. The players showed up. And showed a lot of guts. Now stop and think about a season like this. I'm going to go into this a little bit tomorrow. I may do a similar thing tomorrow. But when you think about a season like this, where one game, one game literally could be the difference between you playing in the division series or losing the wild card game. If any one of the teams... Rockies, Los Angeles, Milwaukee, Chicago, won one more game along the way. 
they wouldn't be in this mess. But ah, it's a double-edged sword. Each one of these teams won a ridiculously stupid game. I remember there was a game where it was like in extra innings and the Brewers ran out of pinch hitters. They had to use a pitcher and he got walked and then it started a game-winning rally. I can't it was this, I don't remember exactly what, but it was like one of those weird games where one of the teams just had a complete and utter meltdown. I've seen a bunch of games where the Rockies just had a big-time rally. I remember they had a walk-off homer against San Diego with two outs in the ninth inning out of nowhere. And all of those games, I don't good thing that happened. Now, let's point out, people are going to point to the collapse of the Phillies, the collapse of Arizona, two teams that look like solid contenders all year long. Uh, St. Louis, man, they had a wonderful second half, but they lost five of their last six games. And an embarrassingly sloppy sweep by the Milwaukee Brewers, which basically sealed their fate. And, you know, they had a mediocre first half. They had that dynamic burst out in the second half. But, man, when you look back, that three-game sweep by the Brewers, if you're a St. Louis fan, you look at that and you go like, oh, my God, that was the difference of the season. And if you're a Milwaukee fan, you say, oh, my God, that was the difference of the season. Well, folks, um, we played 162 games. We don't know who the division winners are in two of the series. We don't know where the division series will open. We don't even know who's in the wild card game. And that's pretty cool. So we have a little bit of anarchy going on tomorrow. And then a little bit of anarchy going on the next day because the wild card is an anarchy moment. So this was fun to go through this today. It didn't have the big dramatic moment I was hoping, but maybe they're building us up for tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping. But anyway... Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. You can be old school. Send me an email at info at SullyBaseball.com. Music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Spending a day with you on a weird, weird final day of the season. This has been Sully Baseball for the last day of September, but evidently not the last day of the regular season, 2018. I'm here with Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.